Welcome to the podcast of Woburn Baptist Church. We hope that you enjoy listening to the sermons and other audio provided by us. Feel free to share what you find here, and we hope that it will be beneficial to you as you seek to know and follow Christ. Turn your Bibles to John chapter 1. We'll begin in verse 43 today. Um, had an interesting week this week. Um, Monday morning. I woke up. We uh, Amy has to get up a little bit early in, in, on some mornings because she's uh, I got uh, uh, Carter, the the little Wilson boy, comes over and uh, she she watches him for just a little bit before he goes to to uh, daycare. And uh, she was up before they got there. She was looking out the window, and I hear Jared, come here. I want you to see something. I'm thinking, oh, I don't want to get out of bed. I don't want to get out of bed. Uh, and when, when somebody's calling you to come and see something, and, and maybe you're, you just woke up or something, do you, you want to know what it is, right? But no, she didn't, she didn't tell me what it was. She just said, oh, come and see, come and see. So uh, I got up and reluctantly, and we looked out the window, and there were tracks around our van. And uh, um, a little bit later, I was looking at Facebook and I saw um, someone in the neighborhood had posted that they had their they had gotten up early that morning and saw some kids broken in, breaking into some cars. Well, I went out and looked and we found, well, yes, yes, we had uh, our car broken into too. There was a few things missing, but you know, the most valuable of those things we ended up getting back. So the police were called and they got those things. But the one thing that I want to want to see is, you know, when when you get up in the morning or something or when somebody says, come and see, but they don't tell you what it is, you kind of want to know what what is it that they're calling me to come see. Right. You want to know before you invest yourself, before you put any energy towards you, something you want to know, what is it that you're going to come and see? And, you know, we saw last week whenever um, um, the, these two disciples of John, they were following Jesus and they said, uh, where are you staying? Jesus, what did he answer? Just come and see. Come and see. He didn't give them all the details about what they were going to see. He just, he just said, come and see. Come and see. It's the kind of life of faith that he was calling them to. And here, uh, today, we see the same kind of thing uh, where someone is just, just says, come and see. As our human nature, we, we want to know, what is it you're calling us to? What is it you're calling us to come and see? But that's just not the way it works. When, we, when we're called to follow Jesus, we, we don't know what all lies ahead of us. We just know the man who's called us. <clears throat> Let's read uh, from John chapter 1, beginning in verse 43. The next day, Jesus decided to go to Galilee. He found Philip. And he said to him, follow me. Now, Philip was from Bethsaida, the city of Andrew and Peter. Philip found Nathanael and said to him, we have found him of whom Moses in the law and also in the prophets wrote, Jesus of Nazareth, the son of Joseph. Nathanael said to him, can anything good come out of Nazareth? Philip said to him, come and see. Jesus saw Nathanael coming toward him and said of him, Behold, an Israelite indeed, in whom there is no deceit. Nathanael said to him, How do you know me? 
Jesus answered him, Before Philip called you, when you were under the fig tree, I saw you. Nathanael answered him, Rabbi, are you the Son of God? Are you are the Son of God? You are the King of Israel. Jesus answered him, Because I said to you, I saw you under the fig tree, do you believe? You will see greater things than these. And he said to him, Truly, truly, I say to you, you will see heaven opened and the angels of God ascending and descending on the Son of Man. Let's pray. Father, we thank you for your great love for us. Lord, we pray that you would give us eyes to see and ears to hear this morning. We would pray, we would see what it is that you have for us. You have called us just like Philip and Nathaniel to come and see. Lord, help us to have eyes to see. Father, be with me. Weak, sinful, frail. Lord, I pray that you give me strength to preach. Lord, I know that the power is not in me. The power is not in me to do anything. But the power is in your word. The power is in your blood. To make us clean. To make us holy. Lord, let us hear from you this morning. In Jesus' name. Amen. (coughs) Jesus, uh, we had just seen, uh, well, just kind of looking at, at the book overall so far, we saw how in the beginning, John says, in the beginning was God, and the Word was with God. The Word was God. He's talking about Jesus and how Jesus was pre-existent, how He had existed from all eternity, and He was God and He was with God, pointing to aspects of the Trinity and how, how God the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit are one God, yet they are distinct persons. And the Word made, was made flesh and dwelt among us. Verse 14. This God from all eternity took on flesh. He became one of us. He walked around with one of us. He got sick. <laughs> Just like many of us have been in the last couple of weeks. He probably had the sniffles from time to time. And then we read of how John the Baptist saw him and And said, behold, the Lamb of God who takes away the sin of the world. We saw how how John the Baptist was saying, this ministry that I have, this ministry of baptizing people out in the wilderness is not about me. It's about him. It's about the one who was before me. It's about the one who existed from all eternity past. And we saw last week of how He called these two disciples, Andrew and Peter, after they had heard John saying, Behold the Lamb of God. These two disciples left John. They began to follow Jesus. They called him a teacher. And they called him the Messiah. Andrew, of course, was Simon Peter's brother. He called him over and Jesus gave him a new name called him Peter. Now today, 
what we're looking at here is another continuation of some of the same themes. You see, we have a a continuation of, of calling of the disciples, just like in the last text. Of, of how these, these other disciples, instead of, of, of them seeing Jesus and coming and following him, Jesus comes to them. Jesus comes to, this, to Galilee and he sees Philip and he goes to him. He walks to him. There's a difference there. We see in Andrew and Peter, Andrew, he, he sees Jesus and comes to follow Jesus. Whereas here, Jesus sees Philip and goes to him. And sometimes we see it's that way. Sometimes we might be running from God, doing our own thing. In fact, really, ultimately, that's what all of us do. We are at heart rebels. And Jesus comes to us and he calls us. He is the one who takes the initiative. He says, follow me. Now, Philip What is his first response whenever he begins to follow Jesus? Verse 45, he went and found Nathanael. Now, who is this Nathanael? When we look at uh, the the other Gospels, Matthew, Mark, and Luke, we sometimes see lists of the 12 apostles. And uh, Nathanael's name isn't on there. Why isn't Nathaniel's name on there? Well, you know, some of the disciples, we, we see that they have different names. They have multiple names. Um, Simon and Peter, you know, we, we know that. It was just from the last text. Uh, Thomas was also called Didymus or the twin. Um, we, we know that there were different names given. Um, the person that was in the, the uh, Matthew, Mark, and Luke accounts that was listed along with Philip was Bartholomew. And the name Bartholomew, um, it has that bar in the beginning, which means son of. So maybe Bartholomew is the same person as Nathaniel. We don't really know for sure. Um, but that may give an explanation of who this Nathaniel is. And what does Philip tell Nathaniel? He says, we found him of whom Moses in the law and also the prophets wrote. Similar to what Andrew said to Peter. When Peter, when Andrew came to Peter, what did he say? We found the Messiah. We found the Messiah. The one who our hopes are all upon. The one who we're waiting for. And Philip comes with a very similar statement. He says, we have found the one that Moses wrote about. The one that we have read about in the prophets. This one that we're waiting for. He's not something that's new coming on the scene. He's someone who God had inspired Moses to write about. The prophet like Moses. The descendant of Eve. The the one who would crush the serpent's head. Nathaniel doesn't believe him. Nazareth? Nazareth? How could anything good come out of Nazareth? I've, been, I've listened to someone before talk about this, and they said uh, they, they were from East St. Louis. And they said, how could anything good come out of East St. Louis? You know, you can imagine that. The kind of crime and violence and things that we see on the news every night out of East St. Louis. How could anything good come out of there? 
But Nazareth was a, was a small town. Not like a big city. It was a small town, probably less than 2,000 people. So the, and, and also, it was not really something that was ever mentioned anywhere in the Old Testament. So they're thinking, how could anything come out of Nazareth? I haven't read anything about the Messiah coming out of Nazareth. And it's just such a small, podunk town. Anything come out of Pocahontas? <laughs> anything come out of Mulberry Grove? Uh, Nathaniel asks, does anything good come out of Nazareth? Nazareth. This little bitty town. Nothing good is supposed to come out of there. And yet, Philip answers, come and see. Come and see. You know, that's what Jesus calls us to. Come and see. Come and see Him. When, when, we, when we come to Him, we don't know what to expect. We don't know how He might change our lives. We might just come just out of curiosity and just keep, come, keep coming and coming and coming. You know, Conway, whenever Bonnie invited you to come about a year ago, you probably didn't know what the next year was going to hold for you, did you? Jesus just calls us and says, come and see. We don't know how he will change our lives. So they came and they saw where he was staying. And they stayed with, oh, no, I'm reading the wrong passage. Come and see. Jesus saw Nathanael coming toward him and said to him, Behold, an Israelite indeed in whom there is no deceit. Now, if Jesus knew Nathanael personally, you know, that, that might not be surprising. But Nathanael got surprised. How does he know anything about me? It's like if you go and you meet somebody new and they t- start telling you about how they, they know so much about you. You know, it might be something if somebody's written a, a book or something, written, written a, a famous book. If, if you went to a, a dinner and, and uh, maybe J.K. Rowling, she wrote the, the Harry Potter series. And you sit down at the table and you start saying, oh, I, I heard about when you did this and when you did this. Well, that's, that's for somebody famous, but for Nathaniel... How would Jesus know Nathaniel? Or if you sat down with someone and they just started telling you your whole life story. Jesus has done this kind of thing in the Gospel of John. We, uh, we later see how he sits down with the woman at the well. And she, she says that he told me everything that I'd ever done. Jesus tells Nathaniel, Behold, I... Um, an Israelite indeed. He knows this is a good man. Nathaniel answers, How do you know me? How do you know me? Jesus answered, Before Philip called you, when you were under the fig tree, I saw you. Before Philip called you, before you knew anything about me, before you had ever heard of me, I saw you. Jesus uses the phrase, under the fig tree. Now, I don't know if this was literally Philip sitting under the fig tree. Um, in, 
some of the rabbinic literature, they use that as a metaphor. The idea of sitting under the fig tree was uh, sitting down and studying the Torah, sitting down and studying God's Word. And it could be that whenever Jesus said that, Philip understood, he knew me as I was studying God's Word, looking for the Messiah, looking for what the Word was going to tell me. This caused much faith in Nathaniel. <coughs> Something else about that passage. So how do you know me? Jesus answered him, um, before, before Philip called you, when you were under the tree, fig tree, I, knew, I saw you. you know, Jesus knows each one of us before we ever had him on our mind. The Bible tells us, of course, Jesus made us. Because He is God, He made each one of us. He formed us in our mother's womb. He, he knew us in our mother's womb. He knit us together. He knows us very well. He knows us intimately. <coughs> Just like that, Nathaniel was known by Jesus. Nathaniel answered him, Rabbi, you are the Son of God. You're the king of Israel. Well, the fact that Jesus knew so much about Nathaniel before he had ever met him was amazing, but why would anybody say, you're the son of God? You're the king of Israel just because someone knew him. Well, it kind of probably goes back to what Philip said as he came and he found Nathaniel. He had already told him who Jesus was. He said, we found the one who Moses wrote about. We found the one who the prophets wrote about. When Jesus told him who he was and how he saw him under the fig tree, maybe saw him as he studied the Torah looking for the Messiah, <coughs> he recognized this is more than just a mere man. This is the Messiah. This is the Son of God. He recognized him as the king of Israel. The son of David. The one who would sit on David's throne forever. Verse 50, Jesus answered him, Because I said I, to you, I saw you under the fig tree, do you believe? You will see greater things than these. It's just a small thing for Jesus to say that. I saw you under the fig tree. Of course, it wasn't surprising to Jesus. Nothing surprises him. He, he is God. He is um, all-knowing, omniscient, omnipotent. And yet he responds with, because I, you, you saw me, I, because I said I saw you under the fig tree, I knew you, and you call me the Son of God. And he said to him, truly, truly, I say to you, you will see heaven open and the angels of God ascending and descending on the Son of Man. Nathaniel is going to see better things than what he had seen just then. Nathaniel would see Jesus do many, many miracles. He would see him raise the dead. He'd see him heal the sick. He'd see him heal the blind. He'd make lame walk. He would see many greater things than just saying, 
I saw you under the fig tree. With this idea of you'll see heaven opened and the angels of God ascending and descending upon the Son of Man makes us think back to the passage that was read earlier about Jacob. Jacob that was, he had a dream. He had a dream who, of, of this ladder that extended into the heavens and upon it there were angels that were ascending and descending, going up and down this meeting place between God and man. The place where Jacob called Bethel a house of God. Did, J- did Nathaniel literally see that? Well, I, I think that uh, John is here pointing back to, to that passage there in, in um, Genesis and about how God meets with Jacob and Nathaniel meets with the very same God who wrestled with Israel, wrestled with Jacob. He, he meets him. And who knows um, the, the, uh, the, where it says here, you will see heaven opened and the angels of God ascending and descending. It's, it's in the plural saying you all, you all. Um, we don't have that in English so much. They're say, it's the same thing for you, singular. If I'm saying you, Amy, or you, everybody. And he says that in the plural. He says, you will see heaven open. Y'all will see heaven opened. There were other disciples there. Philip, Nathaniel, Andrew, Peter. And Peter was there whenever Jesus went upon the Mount of, of Transfiguration. Whenever Jesus was transfigured. Whenever his, his face shined. And then all the disciples were there on that day whenever Jesus ascended into heaven after the resurrection and He ascended into heaven. But I think the biggest idea that we need to get out of this is Jesus is that ladder between heaven and earth. Jesus is the one that connects God and man. He is in Himself the Son of God. He is the God-man, He is the Word made flesh. What Jacob experienced when he saw that ladder from heaven to earth is found in Jesus Christ, the One who connects heaven and earth. The One who came down from heaven, who lived among us, and who ascended into heaven again, and who is there making a place for us. Jesus knows us. Jesus has seen us. He, he, he it was intimately acquainted with us as we were being formed within our mother's wombs. And He calls us, come follow Me. He calls us, come and see. He doesn't tell us what it's going to bring. He just says, come and see. But when we come, we will find heaven and earth connected. We will find the God-man, Jesus Christ. The one who is worthy of all of our praise 
and honor. He is worthy of our lives. He is worthy for us to give our all to. We don't know what it is that He's calling us to when He comes. But it is good. Thank you for listening to this message from Woburn Baptist Church. For more information, please visit us at www.wilburnbaptistchurch.org or you can also like us on Facebook. Thank you.